everyone. Welcome to Trinity College Dublin Talks. Today we have two student entrepreneurs with us, the two Lauras. We have Laura Parker and Laura Brennan. They're both Trinity students and founders of a new app called Ethicart, which aims to help us shop more sustainably. Uh, welcome, guys. Thank you. Sarah. Hi, thank you so much for having us. So why don't you just tell us a bit about yourselves, what you're studying and where you're from? Um, so I'm Laura. I'm studying computer science and business, um, uh, final year in Trinity, and I'm just from Dublin. Yeah, I'm from Dublin also, and I'm on a year's deferral from sociology and social policy, also in Trinity. And you guys met in a program called Launchbox, is that right? Um, yep. We actually met in school, in secondary school, but we oh, okay. we we came up, we had combined uh, our ideas for Ethicard together to apply to Launchbox, so and that's what really strengthened our, our friendship after that. Okay, so yeah, tell us a bit about that. Um, how did Ethicart come about? What was the journey there? So I think um, I kind of had the idea from a personal experience, uh, just trying to shop for food more sustainably. But um, I was just finding it really difficult as a student. You know, we had a lot on, we were busy and it was really difficult to get the information all in one place. And I didn't really have the time to research. Uh, I think I was using my fitness pal at the time. So I was thinking there should be something like this for sustainability that's just really easy to use and makes the information accessible and easy to understand um, for consumers who want to shop more sustainably. And then I got talking to Lara and you were really passionate about it as well, Lara. And so yeah. that's kind of where we started to combine on it. Do you want to talk a little bit about Launchbox and that? Yeah, so then we kind of took the idea to the Sprints program in Tangent. So we did that and that kind of got us ready to get to uh, Launchbox. So then we pitched for Launchbox and um, we're very lucky to get uh, 10,000 euro funding from Launchbox as well as mentorship and workshops with uh, industry professionals and a various host of entrepreneurs. So mm -hmm. it's a great experience. Yeah, yeah, it's a great program, isn't it? So sorry, yeah, what did you really say good. about the, the Sprint program that came before Launchbox? Did it? What is that? So that was um, an accelerator of kind of workshops for about a week. And um, we did with the Tangent and they help you kind of refine your idea and hone in on your concept. Um, and also gave us a lot of pitching practice, which was fantastic because we had never even really pitched to a crowd before. So I don't think we would have gotten into Launchbox if we hadn't gotten the experience and the feedback that we had gotten from Sprints. Yeah, absolutely. And then Launchbox, is it a year program or how long is that? It's for the, the summer. So it's full time for the summer. Um, okay. You work on your idea and that. Um, and then we also have recently this year joined with Enactus, which is a, you know, the society in Trinity that focuses on social enterprises. So it seemed like kind of a, a natural alignment there. And they've been fantastic as well. We've just gotten through to the Pathways uh, City Pathways called again, Lara. Sorry. City Pathways to Progress. Yeah, that's a tongue twister. Um, Pathways to Progress program. Um, so they've been really, really supportive as well. Great. Yeah, that's another great avenue. So yeah, let's get on to Ethicart. Tell us about the app. Tell us why we should all have it now. Yeah, sure. So I'll, I suppose I'll talk about what it is for anyone who doesn't know. Ethicart is a user-friendly app that provides consumers with easily digestible information around the kind of sustainable sustainability or ethical attributes of your food products. Uh, so you simply scan the barcode or search it by name and its sustainability profile will come up. And then we try to suggest more sustainable alternatives where possible. We have kind of some other educational features as well and a homepage with blogs and articles to keep people informed and engaged in that. Um, but our main goal is really to just to help people become more conscious consumers and we're committed to making sustainability more simple than it is at the moment. 
Yeah, and I can definitely vouch it's user friendly. I have the app and I really like it. I'm learning a lot about what kind of makes a product uh, more sustainable. I think everyone at Trinity should have it, staff and students. Um, it's not just for those who shop on campus. There, there's a lot more to it, the sustainability guides and green maps. Um, so that was very intentional on your part, obviously, wasn't it? Yeah, thank you. That, well, that's great to hear. And um, we also we wanted to make it that while we're still trying to expand our product range outside of Trinity soon, um, that people could still use the app. So even if you go into our categories section, for example, and you're browsing the products, we have a what to look out for at the top. So if you're shopping in any supermarket, not necessarily even on campus, you know the things that you should be looking out for for that type of product. So speaking of what to look out for, so what are the big things to avoid when we're shopping? Yeah, so things like palm oil would be one of the obvious ones. And then, so we're kind of more about looking out for good things. So not saying, don't buy that, don't buy this, saying this is a good suggested alternative. So we'd look out for things like organic. So from we'd rate that on the Soil Association Organic, E-Organic and the Irish Organic Association, as well as fair trade um, that ensures workers' rights or better workers' rights and then the Rainforest Alliance, to name a few. So they'd be in our production category. Yeah. yeah. And then um, even things like for a company, if you're if you're looking at for like a, a B Corp company or something like that, we just we're trying to suggest easy, small incremental changes you can make uh, swaps over. So, for example, maybe switching to an oat milk instead of a dairy milk. It has dairy milk has significantly higher emissions than plant based milk. Um, and oat milk has the lowest environmental footprint of most of the uh, milk substitutes or even switching from like a, a regular sugar to a coconut sugar. We just on our, our Instagram had done a recipe and um, we kind of listed a good few places you can buy affordable coconut sugar. Instagram's at ethicart underscore app if anyone wants some, some good tips and recipes there. Okay, yeah. So what, what do you guys buy? What are some of your kind of go-to products? Well, one of them maybe would be if you're craving something sweet uh, to go for our favorite, one of our favorites would be Ben and Jerry's as they're palm oil free now and they're also fair trade certified and they're also, some are also vegan, which is obviously an added bonus. So buying fair trade um, products are socially and economically responsible. So they pay a premium and just really are good ethically. So there, that's one that I, I would enjoy. Yeah, yeah I never also, knew that about Ben and Jerry's, so you don't yeah. need to feel so bad about eating it. Yeah, <laughs> you eat ice cream and feel a little less guilty. Um, yeah. I also, on the note of sweet things, I've just recently discovered these Nomo bars, um, and also Tony's chocolate is lovely, but they are such a good dupe for the dairy milk caramel ones. The Nomo caramel literally tastes exactly the same, and they're vegan, if anyone's looking out for looking for a new one to try. Okay, where do you find those? Um, I got mine in like Tesco's or I think you can get them nourished and things like that. Okay. Another one that's good um, uh, is a good kind of swap if you like something maybe like pot noodles and that, which I know a lot of students would. They can often contain a lot of palm oil, like I think it's up to 20% of the weight pack can be palm oil. Um, and obviously, as we've talked about, not, not a good industry. Um, so one of the things that we're swapping over to that we have also got as an option in our One Step Closer campaign that we're doing to allow students to vote for uh, sustainable products to be stocked on campus is the Cully and Sully vegan soup. Um, I definitely can vouch that it is delicious and also it's, I think it's in also in Tesco's and things like that and it's plant-based which requires less energy from fossil fuels as well as less land and water 
and Cullion Sully is also a B Corp company that we were talking about earlier. So they're and they're legally required to consider the impact of their decisions on their workers, customers, community suppliers, and environment as well. So that's definitely a, a good one to look out for. Yeah. Okay. So B Corp is good. Yes, it's something that you can find all. Um, about on the app so you can look up any of these certifications so we'll explain them all there because I know that there is a certain information overload when it comes to all of this so it's all there on the app for you to definitely and, and there can probably be a bit of uh, greenwashing that makes consumers a bit um, reluctant to buy the more you know environmentally conscious products just because it can be difficult to detect which which ones are actually sustainable and which ones are just greenwashing when you see kind of these claims like I don't know maybe like natural or certified green that aren't really backed up with anything that's something that we want to do on the app is just be aggregating the the information that um, is credible and that consumers can understand what that information actually means. Yeah and there's something to actually back it up there yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay so you just mentioned greenwashing and we've probably heard that term before but some of us might not know what it is so can you just tell us? Yeah, so for anyone not familiar with greenwashing, it's when something sounds better for the environment than it actually is. So things like certified green or natural. So when companies make claims about their products saying that they're environmentally friendly, only really for the sake of marketing. Yeah, it can kind of they can be pretty vague and confusing. And that's why where we try to come in and explain the third party certification so you can tell which products um, are actually sustainable and you can make the decision for yourself as well and uh, become a more conscious consumer. OK, so it's not just cut and dry when we're shopping, is it? I mean, no, yeah, I go shopping and everything's wrapped in plastic. I mean, what can we do as consumers? Yeah, I think it's definitely not, it's not black and white. Um, I think for things we can definitely make switches over. Like for example, if you're looking for something like bananas, they, they already have a natural packaging around them. And I know a lot of uh, places I've seen are now doing kind of a little compostable wrap around them. Um, and also fair trade bananas, another thing to look out for. But um, so, that, so that's much better than buying them in a, a plastic bag. But, but there is some kind of debate over uh, using plastics on something maybe like a cucumber they can actually benefit from being packaged in the plastic film because they'll last about three times longer than unwrapped ones so kind of making those those trade-offs and judgment calls um it is a difficult difficult thing and it's not black and white and we're just kind of trying to you know put the information in front of consumers and let them make the judgments themselves you know uh, exactly I, I think it's about kind of getting into a routine, like you said, of finding those products and looking out for those certain labels. And now you're seeing them more, even at shops like Aldi and Tesco, um, you have lots of options. Yeah, I think I think sustainability is something that, you know, can be incorporated into, into anyone's life, into anyone's everyday life by making these small changes and becoming a more conscious consumer. So even if you're not making monumental changes to your diet and you feel like that's a bit daunting at the moment, you still do have the power to create a change. And even by buying products you're showing brands the kinds of products that you want to support and you're shifting the consumer demand towards more sustainable products so it's really a shift in mindset that we're trying to create for consumers yeah just kind of doing it or meat-free mondays um you know exactly, switching yeah. to non-dairy milks just little switches like that can make a big difference can't they absolutely yeah okay so Listen, do you have any advice for students that might be listening? They want to apply for Launchbox or they have an idea for an app. What would you tell them? Yeah, so just to identify a problem that you have and that you're passionate about, like sustainability, 
and then you know think of solutions for that and then approach someone at um our innovation hub in trinity so tangent and they're always happy to to talk to you so there's joe who has been of great help to us so go talk to him or any of the team there and then work on your idea and then find a great co-founder also (laughs) yeah we've been very lucky in that sense and i think um also kind of as lara said identifying a problem not not really a solution so I'd say do some market research and try and get to know the market that you're going to be operating in. You're obviously your your probably your idea might might shift and pivot, um. But I think that market research is something that we should definitely you should definitely do before you go into it, um, just to kind of back your idea up and make sure that it's something feasible and that's some, something that there's actually a gap for. And you've definitely found one with your app, I think. So is this just the beginning for you guys? And and what's going to happen next? What's next with the app? So our goal at the moment is really to scale our product database. Um, we want to get more main, mainstream products onto it so people can scan more products. Um, and we really just want to empower people to make small incremental changes so that as a collective, we can become more conscious about what we purchase and have a bigger impact. So hopefully the more products we have on that, the more uh, easy that will be to do. Yeah, great. Okay. And Laura, do you have anything else? So one of our next steps would just be trying to integrate Epicard into people's daily lives so that it can be easy to be a conscious consumer yeah great okay so everyone go to ethicart.ie or look it up on your app store and download the app now and yeah. to learn lots about sustainability and start to make those changes yeah um, and so- we're also we're also really happy for anyone to join our kind of online community on our instagram or twitter at ethicart underscore app we do kind of loads of recipes um, and posts and that kind of thing just uh, if anyone is interested in that either yeah super okay thanks guys thanks very much no problem thank you for having us okay